Hi guys and welcome to this week's bonus podcast. How are you doing? How are you doing? How are you doing? I am Michael. I'm Gemma. And we are going to be doing some lovely listener questions this week. They are lovely, aren't they? So lovely. Oh, lovely. Oh, lovely listeners. Yeah, Love lovely. It. Lovely. Okay, what are the questions? I mean, yeah, okay, straight to it. I mean, I, I'm, there's probably some people that are listening at the moment that want to know what we think of Monday night's epic Coronation Street. Well, we're not going to tell you. You have to wait. You have to wait until Friday to see. We've got, to, we've got to be able to watch the whole of the week to be able to make the decision. There's some loud noises in the background. <laughs> That's the cat. She's discovered our pile of moving boxes that are all bound together with bits of plastic that she just likes to twang. She's going to do her teeth in. Oh, well. Okay, let's right. get on with these Question questions. Question number one. Question the first. From? Clarissa. Clarissa, and she would like to know. She wants us to explain it all. This is very timely. This one's been uh, this one's been sitting there for a little while, and I think we've got to, we've got to answer this now, otherwise it's going to be out of date soon. Um, she would like to know. Now that the COVID restrictions are easing, what would you like to see from Coronation Street, and what do you expect? So I'm like the distinction oh, there, what you want, want to see, see and what, what you, you ex- expect. Yes. Um, well, I never expect them to fulfil my expectations. Do you not? That I never reach your, the lofty heights of, of your expectations? Sometimes they surpass them. Oh, okay, okay. But they never meet them. <laughs> <laughs> They're exactly what you want. They're exactly what I want. <laughs> no no, no um, pleasing some people, is there? No, there isn't. Okay. And that's how we like it. So, it, yeah, I, I think Clarissa <laughs> is right. It, it, it feels... Touch wood, touch wood, touch wood. That There's the wood. Restrictions. Touch my arm. Touch, touch it. Ah, wood. The, the COVID restrictions... Well, I mean, the restrictions are definitely easing, whether they'll be well, back in again. in England, we yes. have lifted pretty much all of them. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I don't know. It was, it was um, back in... Well, back in July, they made it so that, you know, at the end of July, it was you don't have to wear your mask in the shops and and blah 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 and then just recently they made it um didn't they make it so like ready for schools to go back so that if you come into contact with somebody that's positive then you don't you You don't have to isolate for 10 days if you've been double jabbed so we're on our way out of it i'm pretty sure the government said if you after august whatever Uh if you find out you have covid you are allowed to nominate one person to cough into their face to give it to them oh is that right that's what's happening. That's how they're keeping the herd immunity up. Mm. No, so Coronation Street is hopefully. Um, well, I mean, we, we've seen already evidence on screen that there is some easing of restrictions there. Um, well, and at very some point, so. at some point in the future, mm-hmm. there will be, you know, no restrictions. I would imagine. So we're on our way out of it. Um, but I'll... and so just to say, what the, what have they done? What have they actually done to? as well, restrictions so we I, had I bubbling up didn't we we had yeah. cohorts we had managers of cohorts we had groups of actors only ever what so that what that means is groups of actors only working with a certain other select group so um that was quite restrictive on storylines so you couldn't have people bopping in and out um you had no touching keeping social distance just like in real life so having to stay a certain distance apart from one another mm. um you had your, your sorry, only masks. certain numbers in the in the uh, in each set you had your no yeah. location shooting and everything and this yeah. is all brought into play as of last june i think or june 2020 when they came back from filming after their little breaky poo um and it feels that now 
we're seeing the beginnings of them coming out of it. Before I think before we kind of talk any more about this, we need to have a general disclaimer of obviously the most important thing is that everybody is safe and that nobody's made to feel that they have to do something that they're not uncomfortable That's with. That's the most the important thing to me. Safety. It's not just about being safe, it's about feeling safe. Mm. And I don't know that it's possible for everybody to feel safe at the moment. I just think that you know, there's going to be a certain level of anxiety yeah. involved in a lot of this stuff because it's all very well, you know, um, saying I'm going to meet my friends now or I, I can decide if I want to give my friend a hug uh, when I meet them or, you know, I'm going to kiss my grandma or whatever. But when you're an actor, you're going to be hanging around with people that you don't know who don't you don't know what they've been up to mm. <laughs> they could have been doing all kinds of things <laughs> some very unsavory people on that cast getting up to all sorts bet, yeah, you know what i'm saying yeah. and you know there's a uh, being an actor sometimes you're expected to do things like kiss people <laughs> and uh, be intimate with them yeah. um and it must be a bit worrying and concerning if you're still anxious which i think um a lot of people who are very sensible still are Yes, but um, like you said, with the, that kissing, for example, we've already started to see a little bit of kissing already on oh, the Corrie. Like so we saw we had, we had James and Danny about oh, yeah, a month first, or so ago now, wasn't it? That was like the first uh, declaration of the end of... Yeah, that that felt COVID like that was the beginning of the end of it, wasn't it? Yeah. I, mean, I don't know whether we've seen James and Danny together in a scene since. Um, actually, Danny's on a chefing course. He was on a chefing course. Um, we had that kiss with... Fizz and Tyrone just recently, and obviously just uh, in last night's episodes, we're recording this on Tuesday. We saw a sip, a, a kiss between Seb and Nina in the flashback. So kisses are back on the table again. Um, we've we've also started to see. I mean, it's not just not just kissing, but when we had um, Alan Helsel and Jenny McAlpine bubbling up or whatever it is that they're doing now, because I haven't seen you know, written or any interviews or anything with anybody saying exactly this is what we're doing. But um, they were like, they were holding hands in the police station. They were sitting next to each other on the on the sofa at number nine. Um, I mean, th- this is, I think it feels a, a marked step up from what they had, say, earlier on in the year. For example, when we had Kevin and Debbie in the freezer together, um, when uh, Mike and Sue were in a in a bubble, if if it seems like it was a kind of thing where they stayed together and they weren't allowed to see anybody else because that's how the government wanted it back then. Like you could pair, you could you could team up with people team as long up, as I like that. as long as you didn't see anybody else for a certain time period. So I'm I'm guessing, am I guessing, or am I knowing? I don't know. Wasn't it? Yeah, Not really and well explained. The, the same with um with Sarah and um, oh gosh, I can't remember. Oh, Ian me. Bartholomew. Um, who uh, and and maybe Shelley King as well when they were well, when they, they were the rooftop when they were bubbling up the rooftop scene. scene. So we had the odd occasion of that. and then of course he had to bubble up with the chickens for that scene. <laughs> I did, yeah, exactly. Him. <laughs> um, so that that felt very different to what we're seeing now. There was also recently that um, the the Liam asthma attack scene wasn't there because we had Aggie and. Um, uh, Maria and Liam all kind of crowding around together then and we had the paramedics so we had Jack going I'm not in his bubble I can't help <laughs> yeah yeah I don't know what Jack was doing so um I'm glad that that's starting to happen because there's been a number of occasions this year where you'd kind of felt that 
maybe it would have benefited the story for characters to have got a bit closer to get together. I mean, people collapsing all over the place this year, like Peter with his seizures and Summer, she's she collapsed twice maybe this year. And people just standing at the corner of the room going, oh no, do you need any help? Yes. And obviously there's been other occasions where maybe a hug would have normally taken place in the mm-hmm. show you know maybe a bit of Leanne needed a bit of TLC this year but wasn't able to get any no. and uh, and and I, it feels like with what's going on now whatever it is that's allowing you know the Liam scene the, the, Nevin, the Nevin scene the Seven Nina scene and, and so on to take place and it's feel like it's like it's more regular now I think maybe looking back if we'd have had the current um rules Mm-hmm. Back, you know, three or four months ago, we would have seen more of that. So I it's think looking it's good. remarkable, really, to think that the the Seb hate crime scenes were all still done with the element of social distancing. Really, that's quite... The original ones? Yeah. Yeah, I know, because it was, it was funny watching the flashbacks in yesterday's episode where characters were obviously Allowed near to, each yeah. other. And yeah. then that was like the first time that we'd seen Seb and Nina actually get close wasn't yes, it? it was. Bizarrely. It was this... actually really see um the flashback scenes I feel like oh do we really want a flashback I don't know is this um is this helpful or useful in any way is it just a clumsy way of telling a story um is it a bit you know making a mountain out of a molehill really to have this played again and then I was thinking oh well actually they did do really well with fleshing the story out and it does make sense to return to it, given the new rules and, and what you're allowed to actually do. Yeah. And it was quite poignant because you got to see Seb and Nina really close to each other, which we never had. No. And and you're, and, and Corey is allowed to give him a proper good kicking, oh, which was, we weren't even allowed to do back in April time, May, whenever it was. Mm. Um, so I, yeah, I, that, was really, that was a really good um, point to, to bring up, that those scenes had benefited from the new rules mm. but you know still hats off to them because i don't think that they watching it i felt that there was any lacking in what they did originally no i don't think so i mean th- there's been a couple of kisses kind of fake kisses that we saw earlier this year wasn't there we there had was a the... really cringe one between um nina and asha yeah where they were just stood face to face with each and other and, and like molly gallagher was on green screen forward slightly that, that was oh that's that was nice poor kiss. Um, and then there was also um, Alina and Tyrone kiss. I mean, can you believe that we've had a proper love triangle story or a fair story, I suppose it's been, where the, none of the people involved have really been able great. to have any time near each other. I prefer it like that. But yeah, they, they had that scene where they brought in Roxandra's boyfriend, was it, to kiss mm-hmm. her on the bench in the community garden. And again, it felt a little bit off. I so don't I, know. I mean, they also had the scene where when... Seb was in hospital and Abby held his hand. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They had um, Seb's girlfriend coming in for that, didn't they? They've had a few things like that. But the fact that it's been so few and far between, it's been, like, mega noticeable. Do you think like, that... Oh. But now, now it's starting to happen a bit more obvious. And some of the times, even this, this past fortnight, I've not even remarked upon it until, you know, after the episode. I've gone, oh, hang on a minute. Someone's over next to each other there. See, I don't... I'm not the sort of person, and everyone knows this, who wants to see sex scenes or kissing or groping or anything you've I'm always been very really don't clear about like that haven't you? It. i find it weird and cringy and it's like there's a whole genre of films for that if you want to see that happening i've heard um i don't need to see it on the telly when i'm trying to watch a soap but you know 
there was there is something to be said for the closeness between um Nina and Seb and the tenderness that they managed to evoke mm. in the scenes that was missing before then and I hadn't really sort of I hadn't missed it but watching the comparison I was like yeah okay this definitely establishes yeah you know a more more chemistry than had been there before even though I was still really bowled over with what they did manage to get out of those scenes previously I just don't want them to just jump into oh everyone's missed all the kissing let's just have everybody kissing each other no, I don't, I don't need that. And I, I'm not as, I don't know, prudish or whatever the word is, as you about it. But we, you can call me a prude. I don't, we've, we've both definitely spoken in the past about neither of us loving all the kisses. But sometimes if, if it does happen, if it, if it is an element of tenderness or romance or whatever, then fine. But if it's, uh, I don't know if it ever feels a bit, you know, sleazy or, or purposely titillating just for the sake of titillation, which... Cory and all soaps all, have, all programs. you know, will will do sometimes, and I don't necessarily need any of that. I mean, I've not been gagging for, um, you know, the the Billy relationship to have loads of kissing in. Um, I've not, but even like um, Abby and Kevin. Although maybe it would have helped to because be honest, I, I don't know yeah, whether Abby, Abby and Kevin, Kevin feel a bit like someone's granddad sponsoring a an orphan kid. Yeah, no, I mean, mate, no, I don't. And, do do you get any? Do you get any sort of romantic vibes off of them? No, not at all. Really, yeah. they seem like a pair of friends. And his part, who and decide to get married so that she can this. get his pension. Yeah, I mean, but when we, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't even have to be the kissing, does it? The fact that we've not hugging, had patting, any hugging or sitting next to each arm, other or, yeah. or anything. And Holding I think hands. I think just general closeness of characters Awkwardly is something that head. I'm quite looking forward to seeing Going, more of. Oh, got your nose. We, uh, we were watching your thumb between your fingers. <laughs> we were watching an old episode uh, the other day that had um, a load of characters crowded around a booth in the Rovers and um, Karen McDonald was kind of draped all over Steve yeah. for no particular reason well, other than, she's a you know, that they're married or whatever, and she's and that and they're just you know close with each other, and and you you could pick that up, and, and that helped. Whereas if the characters who are supposedly going out with each other were married are literally sitting on opposite sides of the room, this is where it doesn't work. Yeah, it worked. I got I got a bit fed up with people complaining about social distancing between characters. You would actually need to be socially distanced from one another. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like you, you the, oh, they're all. Uh, in that scene, everyone was standing really far apart. Like, for for example, they never really made a big deal about it, but if I were to sort of come into a room and someone I did not know was on the floor collapsed, I would be like, oh, God, what do I do? Am I, like, allowed to go over? If I go over, am I, are they, have they collapsed of COVID? Mm. Will I catch something from them? What do I do? Like, they never, they never sort of, like, went into that dilemma, but... No. It it certainly a lot of it made sense, but then you you get to the bit where, you know, Kevin and Abby are standing with a table between them. It's, it's like, the same with, you know, like Imran and Tori as well, I suppose. I mean we we're starting to see a little but, bit more of them at the moment yeah, and we're but not the thing is about their relationship is that that is they've they've sort of been established for a while, so we're not kind of expecting them to be in the first flushes of love and mooning at one another and sort of sweeping the things off the desk. No. But like for example, Emma and Curtis yeah. Do you buy? Uh, you know, I I am starting to wonder whether I really actually do expect a certain level of physical closeness between people because I perhaps didn't realise how important it was in really establishing mm. a dynamic. 
Yeah. Speaking of, of closeness. As much as I don't always I think want to see it. Something <laughs> that I really, really do miss and I think has been proper lacking during the COVID times. It's been the fullness of the rovers and the cafe and things. Yeah. It's felt but, you know, weirdly empty just yeah, having what, again, three people in scenes. Appropriate to the situation up until very recently. I know, I know, but I mean I'm not but it, I'm not saying it was it's a not bit of a I'm weird like uh um like a a limbo of like well yeah, we don't have Weatherfield doesn't have exactly the same covid restrictions as England. Um, because we are still letting people drink in, mm. but we're not letting lots of people drink in, which is I don't believe has ever been the rule. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, I don't I think. Know. I think um, you know some places, so, and the, the other thing, like different establishments have different rules. So, for example, we've been to the cinema a couple of times in the last week, and one cinema we went to, they didn't care. Everyone sits next to each other. The other cinema we went to made a made a gap between people's seating. Yeah. And when we went to the theatre, we went to, I went to the theatre twice in a week, and one time it was really strict, and you had to show your COVID passport and um, wear your mask and stuff. And the next one was like, where sit where you want. Everyone's sitting on each other's laps. Don't care whether you got COVID or not. Just mm. don't cough on each other. I just think that in especially the Rovers, and I think the Rovers has been underused for quite a lot for a few years anyway, even before. Um, even before COVID, I I do miss the community aspect of it. And what again, watching yeah. some of the older episodes where it, it kind of is like the, the, the characters were getting up to their own whatever business and storylines during the day. And then in the second half of the episode, you'd see more people congregating in the rovers yeah. for the evening. And then everyone would be involved in each other's storylines and they'd all be listening in and, and hearing. That kind of community aspect is just not there at the moment. No, and, and you don't, And, and yeah. that's, that's been important in Coronation yeah. Street right from the very beginning. Of course. And because of cohorts and stuff, you don't get like, oh, here's, um, I don't know, here's Imran and Toya. Oh, Daniel's just there. No. You know, it's always has to be somebody from the same group of storylines. Mm. And recently they've started having more... Um, extras in the background yeah, for, they have. for the that's, Rovers that's and promising. also in the factory. Mm. And that, again, you know, the factory's been an absolute desolate wasteland. Of, well, they I went think. for a long time, didn't they? Not showing anybody on machines. Yeah. And that was, it became a bit of a joke. And it and almost I... coincided directly with them doing a makeover. And it's like they did a makeover and they forgot to put Mm. sewing machines in. so it's been nice seeing the factory girls doing their sewing again but it, it still feels quite empty we've seen a little bit of dirk milling around i think around, it's partly the, the set is a bit weird it, uh, yeah i can't get my head around the factory set but yeah fullness of scenes i'm really really hoping to see a little bit more of um going back to what we were saying earlier about the 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 fake scenes um, what do you mean the fake You know, the, the green screen and the um, oh. the split screen and everything. Yeah. Like, well, sometimes we've seen characters opposite each other in the cafe and it's been clearly split down the yeah. middle. EastEnders right. has done an awful lot of that, haven't they? They made a big thing um, at the beginning of the year, I think it was, about look at all these um, scenes where we're inserting characters in digitally and we're having these perspex screens and everything like that. Whereas Coronation Street were very much, no, we're going to keep everyone apart. Now we're kind of coming out the other side of it. Do you think that Coronation Street made the right decision to go back from that? Or do you wish that they, you know, followed EastEnders lead a little bit more and been a bit more experimental? and? Uh, and I think when it? they've tried to do that, it hasn't worked for me. I, 
found it looks weird. I don't. I really do not understand how how it will look so weird because presumably all they've done is taken two characters, two actors, and like it, like edited out the space between them to make them look like they're closer together. But somehow, even though I'm just watching, you know, a very small amount of pixels on the screen, I can still tell that they're looking. Their eye lines are right. Where they're not the person isn't. Yeah, and I, it's I really wonder, weird. I don't It is weird. I think human beings read a lot out of eyes that we don't actually realise that we do. I, I, it makes me wonder because we've obviously not seen any of these standards no, where exactly. they've done it. Can't really compare. Do EastEnders fans notice it as well or do they just do it better at EastEnders or is it the fact that because it happens more often it isn't noticeable anymore they have fewer episodes yeah yeah they're, they're like on four 20 minute episodes a week I don't think they've gone over in no 20 time. minutes so loads less current uh, EastEnders than there is EastEnders than there is Coronation Street I think I'd rather they didn't spend all their money on stupid I think that they made the right decision I can't camera stuff. I can't help but feel that I would have been constantly noticing looking out for noticing, it, looking out for it and distracting me going ah oh, that's fake that's fake that's fake and recent, I'd take me out of it yeah yeah recently when Evelyn was talking with Tyrone and we were convinced that she'd been green screened in and then there was a whole bit where Tyrone was we were focused was it Tyrone or Fizz I can't remember we focused really heavily on their face and Evelyn was talking in the background we never cut to her and us, we were like mm. what happened there something happened with the filming and she couldn't come in or she wasn't near you know it just raises so many questions and it's really distracting yeah yeah um, so I'm not probably quite expensive so where where we were asked where Clarissa asked um, do we what do we want to see more of I think don't don't be tempted to put more of that in to fill in the gaps as you're getting closer to normality. Ease off. I, I, it's it's not. It doesn't work. It's not worth it, and it's it takes you out of it. I think that they've been pretty effective in. Well, we don't know. We we heard it. some rumours, didn't we, about um, a number of cast and crew coming down with COVID all at the same time not yeah. that long ago yeah and we never really i can't remember if, if it was ever confirmed or not but it's definitely that was the gossip mm. that it was hitting everybody pretty hard and makes you wonder doesn't it you know oh, no. was it related to some of these restrictions being eased off mm. Mm. because um, it's all very well saying oh yeah well we want you want it to look more like it used to but if everybody then ends up getting covid and not coming in yeah, you can't make a bloody television show. No, no, exactly, exactly, and 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 it's it, we don't know none of it. It's none of our business as to the which of the cast and crew are getting no. jabbed or anything as well. But no, it's something that's it's going to still be a you know well at the forefront of the producers' minds because for a it's while. still a deadly disease at the end yeah. of the day. And I would not want to do a job where I was felt endangered. I'm so lucky. I feel very privileged. I've always worked from home. Mm. Um. And I don't really have any friends. <laughs> so, and I've only got two family members that I see regularly. So I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything, keeping my distance. And, yeah. um, but if you're an actor, you can't, you know, no. you feel pressured. Yeah. That's why I really liked what they did with um, Izzy's character. Yeah. And it was very creative. I would have preferred, honestly, more more of that than green screen and about and stupid plexiglass rubbish. Yeah. It makes way more sense. I really don't get why they didn't rely on technology more and have people 
zooming into each other and well that's that's something else that we um we have we didn't mention before about the changes we've noticed over the past 18 months there have been the odd um video call whatever i mean the, the Ag- aggie and ed yeah they've done it a few times it just felt like well, this is an easy solution to this problem and that's how everyone else is solving mm. their their problems why also, don't you do um, it what was it there oh it was peter's um he had a medical appointment or something didn't he i can't remember what it was and and the barlow's were were cut were was it were zooming into it or something i can't remember oh, right, yeah. and also the um the online auction yeah remember, for, that was for, good. Uh, for number one uh, towards the beginning of the year as well okay get okay, right we're, we're off track a little bit well not really but uh, look other things that well, we haven't had a covid catch-up no no we haven't no for a long time no no um Thinking of other things that I want to see more of, and again, we're starting to see the beginnings of this now, is location shoots, because that, location, is, yeah. that is something that is seriously, seriously been um, lacking in the past year. It, I think it, it's interesting and lucky for Coronation Street that they had seem to have invested a lot of time and money into renovating some of their interior oh, sets. Suspicious. It's like they knew. And and the Victoria Street, that only opened a few years ago, didn't they? They, they It really is. Imagine if they hadn't had that bit. Yeah, if they'd have just been confined to literally Coronation Street, Rosamond Street and a little bit of Victoria Street. Yeah. They'd have been up the the creek, wouldn't they? Because we've had so many scenes in Victoria Gardens, say. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's another one of those things of where it's hand- yeah they didn't have really any outside space apart from Maxine's bench um, and obviously not only did it mean there was somewhere else for them to have scenes but it was probably very Covid secure because mm. it's outside and yeah. we're always encouraged to do things outside where possible. My concern to be honest here is for the last 18 months well, 12 months Coronation Street has seen Oh, this is okay. Actually, we don't yeah, really no, need to go outside of Media City. Let's let's not bother. They really need to make use of the the great and varied outside of Manchester. Get out there and Salford. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because back in the nineties and before, it felt like they used to go outside. You know, every every week there'd be a good handful of location shoots, wouldn't there? And and just in it the really past few years, important. it's been less and less and less. It's so important. It makes it feel so less constricted and like they're in their own little bubble. Um, it's not. It's been. It's been okay. It. I. I wouldn't say it's felt. You know, weirdly restricted. But in the back of my mind, it's definitely something where I've, I've missed. And I, and and there's been some stories that have been clearly um stunted because of not being able to get outside for example we had um the drugs bust on harvey say whenever that was four or five months ago um we heard about it but we didn't see it yeah and and you think well if they'd have been able to go outside the set we would have seen that there was when um gary went to the woods when he was going to dig up rick nealon we heard we we heard about um, him going off there, and then he was chased by was it Bernie and Brian or something, and we didn't get to see any of it. So I think there, there's always going to be the opportunity to go outside, but sometimes it, I don't know. It, it just felt like in the olden days it was a bit more. Let's just go outside for the sake of it. And I, I well, want like to go. We've got this budget. Let's uh, yeah spend it on something. Yeah, yeah it just it just I really, makes it really, feel more really real. Really want to see more of the outside world i think it's it's so important and we've seen small bits of that again going back to this week we've had the um 
the flashback scenes that are outside and Nina going to back to recreate those or to re- retrace her steps or whatever. Good. Um, we have, and then when that was originally filmed back in March, April time, they obviously had to go out off of the set there. And to be honest, when they were filming those back then, I was thinking, oh, good. They're going outside now. We'll start to see more location shoots, but we just didn't, did we? Makes me wonder why they don't do stuff at Media City. It's really funny. I wonder if there's some kind of like gentleman's agreement amongst all the the sort of the because lots of programs get made there like don't disrupt other people by filming this program because mm. you know you could have somebody popping down to Pret or go into the supermarket. I guess or it's just harder and harder about. in today's everybody's got their phone with them social media age to do. Well, if you're guaranteed anywhere a concentration of crazy lunatic fans that would come and spoil your filming and shout and disrupt you and try to get selfies with people. Yeah. It would be at Media City, wouldn't it? And also, it the other would. thing is, everything's made of glass, so you'd probably see the cameras. <laughs> yeah, that is very true. That I think oh, I think the closeness of the characters is my number one that I want to see more of, but very close second to that is, is the location shoots. They've yeah, got to you, get yeah. right on that and don't just sit on your laurels and go, well, we've, it's don't been just fine go, without it. Don't no, think, get out there. Don't just say... I'm pretty sure that nobody's noticed this has always been the same hotel. Yeah, I mean, that, <laughs> that, that's the thing, that they've got so many sets now, and they, they're doing it on purpose, so that they don't have to go outside, but don't not go outside, <laughs> honestly. Um, get out there, go, go to Chimney Pot Park, go to Heaton Park, have some nice community event or, or something. You know, it's, it's so, so important. Just for visual interest, I think. Um, any any other any other bits that you are important for you that we want to see more of? I just want to see like a party or something, you know, a group of people having a party or um, going, oh, it's the jubilee or oh, it's the something anniversary of the founding of Rosaminster or whatever, yeah. something where they all get together and do stuff to- together. Um, yeah, and Coronation more mixing Street is... up of of stories and characters and incidental people walking along and being in the background of another scene. Yeah. I don't know how they're coping with hitting their... Uh, yeah, the contracted, contracted number of episodes. Because they've got... A, every permanent character, uh, actor, yeah. has a certain number of, of guaranteed episodes a year. And then they'll have if they if they have any more they'll get paid on top and if they don't hit that they still get paid. Mm. So you you know I can imagine not that I know anything about beyond what I've just said because I know that for a fact but beyond that I don't know but you know oh crap we haven't had and I don't know just say Emily even though she's not in it anymore we haven't mm. had Emily in a, in a scene in enough scenes just bang her in the back of the of this one drinking a sherry or yeah. I don't know. Uh, they haven't been able to do anything like that. No. no. Speaking of of Emily, that just made me kind of think of the older characters in general. And um, we, we've seen it. We've had a lot of Evelyn this year, still, haven't we? And Maureen Lippman to go away for a little bit. But I'm wondering whether there should whether there's going to be the opportunity to get more of the old cast back on screen and back in stories. I mean, we've not had Ken. I can't remember. Where's when. Rita? Yeah, she, like she was very noticeably ablent, ab- ablent, absent, ablent. Throughout 
a lot of the Sharon story, for example, wasn't she? She mm-hmm. kind of was in there when Sharon turned up. She was in there at the end, and we didn't see Hyde and Hyde in the in the middle. Um, but yeah, a proper old old characters story would be great. Ken, bring him back, get him doing something, um, because you, these are these legacy characters, and we're only going to have them for so long. Um, what else have we got? Stunts. Now, oh yeah, slapping. Yeah. Kicking. We, we we got our first socially distanced stunt over a year ago now with that um car crash. Well, when, oh, no, they've when run they over run that over mannequin that looks suspiciously like Sarah. What should we do? But they have been, you know, we haven't seen many stunts or fights or anything because the characters haven't been able to get close to each no. other. So let's let's have a bit let's more of that. that. Soaps are all about punch-ups. I don't know what we're going to have for our um, Eki Thump Award People nominations this year because there's, there's just been barely anything i also want to see resolutions to some storylines that i really think have been ticking and waiting because we can't do like i don't know is there something really integral to some of these stories that haven't had resolutions that we need the the restrictions being lifted? like what the the heck's going on with gary that's That's the most that's the biggest one to me i was so excited about gary's storyline and i was really rooting for him to be a massive villain and crim and get unmasked in a in spectacular fashion at Christmas or something, and I just feel like mm, I'm, I wanted I'm to see him skulking about in the woods. I want to see him digging people up, and you know, also, what about the bloody sinkholes that just been filled in? <laughs> oh yeah, well, um, Natasha did say she'd pay for it, didn't she? That was a that. Where's was a... Natasha? Mm. Kill her off. Going back to what we said about stunts. Um, the whole 60th anniversary was stunted because of not being able to do certain things. Um, they, they they said as much, didn't they? There was going to be some big Hollywood stunt or whatever in McLeod Well, let's said. use that money this year, Have please. they saved it up I hope for when it's we're not allowed like, to use it I again? I hope it's not like what they say with the uh, the roadworks, where they say, oh, they've got to use it, otherwise the, the government won't give them more, <laughs> so that's why they're digging the road up again. Yeah, yeah. So I think... I think that's kind of it of the main things that I'd like to see more. Closeness of characters, more characters in set at once, more community feel, like everybody getting together and intermingling in each other's stories. Um, I also don't know whether the cohort has got something to do with block filming and mm. this, like, real... It feels as though you could almost just watch Corey every other fortnight and... If, if two people watched it on alternate fortnights, they might never see the same set of characters and think that they were watching two different programmes. Yeah. But is that a COVID thing? Not yeah, necessarily, because it, it felt is. like that was coming along beforehand. But they, uh, I really hope that they re- do their best, What now assuming they're allowed to. I mean, it feels like what they're doing at the moment, because there obviously still is some social distancing taking place. It's not free-for-all anymore, is it? It looks like when they're when it's deemed necessary they're fine for whatever reason for characters to be able to get close to each other and i'm not imagining that means that they're all staying around each other's houses and forming a bubble for two weeks or anything like that whatever it is they're they're allowing it more often um well you know for example when when i saw a a picture yesterday after the um seb's the flashbacks nina's flashbacks had been shown and there was a photo and it was um Millie Gibson and Mac and Max Max Evans yeah. and um 
Harry Vizanoni. And? And Molly Gallagher. I nearly, I was almost <laughs> there. And, but they were standing in pairs separate to each other. Yeah. So they must have had to bubble up with those pairs, but they didn't allow the those to cross over. No, but I thought they did, which is why they were able to have... Because um, in, in this episode, they had Kelly kneeling down next to Seb, didn't they, after he was beaten up? But I know the picture that you mean. I thought that oh, was I thought that weird. was odd. It, yeah. Um, mo- moving away. I f- think the main thing to take away from this is that we don't know how it works. No. Don't take our word for this. It's not like we we have secret knowledge. We don't know. <laughs> um, just just before we move on to the next question, I do hope that, and this isn't anything to do with the show necessarily, but when now these restrictions are ending, that that you like start up the tours again or something yeah um and 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 this this building project that's been going on at media city for what feels like you know two years now maybe yeah. where they're adding this extra bit on and they're Fancy. gonna have a proper visitor center and a shop and everything i'm convinced that that was supposed to be open in time for the 60th anniversary and it's gone everything's gone completely quiet about it now hasn't we can't it? afford I hope... to do it now because of all the all the materials have gone up that's true i'm hoping that that's going to get open up again people are going to be able to get around the set it just the, the the more i even speak about it now the more in my head it just i can um, i can picture the germs like flying through the air know, and everything so again they have to do it safely but i'm looking forward to hearing about people being able to get to the set i'm looking forward to seeing you know people saying oh i was outside the set today and i met so and so coming out and i got an autograph which I don't. I remember like a year ago when they started filming again. They had those big signs at out the back of the set, didn't they? Saying, "Don't stop the actors, please." I don't, don't know whether talk that's to still the actors there. Or the geese. <laughs> They're both um, So it'd just and be nice to get that going you. again. Which ones? Exactly. Um, proper press conferences as well. Now we've as a podcast been able to benefit from the fact that they've ha, had virtual yeah. press conferences um, this that's year. That's right. Um, so it'll be interesting to hear that. Is normal service going to resume again? This new bit that they're building, there was going to be a whole press area built, wasn't there? So yeah. I assume that they want to start using that again. Things like the soap awards happening again. I'm looking. We need forward soap to. awards. It's been, we've back. missed two British soap awards now. Right, and we were going to get a special lifetime achievement award. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we probably won't get that now. But just so you guys know, for the record. That was definitely definitely we were earmarked for that, weren't we? Yep. So out of everything, Gemma, <laughs> what is the number one most important thing for you that you oh, want God. to see more of? If you had to just pick one, well, I'm going to cheat a little bit and just have unrestricted um, storylines. Okay, yeah. I just want them to not have to go. Oh, yeah, we can't do that because we can't have so and so bubbled with thingamabob because thingamabob's, you know, living with a partner, whatever. I would love it if we just didn't have COVID. Wouldn't that be <laughs> it's nice? To do with, it's, I, I just... Um, I'd love it if we could just be totally unrestricted and anything could happen as they as the story dictates rather than, you know, the restrictions of um, the COVID. But, you know, I would never, ever want anybody to get sick because of no, a stupid storyline and I would never ever want someone to be up at night going I don't want to go into work tomorrow because I'm terrified that I'm going to have a scene where I've got to touch somebody and then I'm going to come home and I'm going to give it I'm mm. going to get COVID and give it to my yeah. mum or you know yeah. that's the worst thing I can imagine mm. yeah I know what you mean and who knows when it's when people well, aren't going to be thinking about that anymore well it, you know I don't want to be depressing but it seems as though 
we'll always have to worry about COVID. Mm. Mm. And it's the same, you know, I think, uh, you know, it's crazy not to worry about it. This is a disease that kills people and people have died and it's horrific and I can't imagine inflicting that on someone else. But then I also think we all get in cars and drive around and crash you know, and we all, we all get around and crash. I've crashed so many times. <laughs> you know what I mean? There yeah. are we we have accepted some danger in some parts of our lives that we don't accept in others. Mm. And I just think that as time moves forward, it's going to be unfortunate, acceptable. Yeah. Like yeah. nobody, nobody goes. Oh, we got to shut down the motorways because look, a deer got hit. Mm. You know, not that I'm trying to equate people dying of COVID to deer, but. Same thing about car crashes. Like we don't, we don't get into cars with helmets on. I'm sure we could reduce the amount of deaths on in car crashes if everyone wore a helmet in a car. No one's going to wear a sodden helmet driving around in their car, are they? That's mm. just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. What? Where? Where's the balance of what's acceptable and what's just silly? I don't know. No. I I'm all for you know as safe as possible. I still wear mask in in shops and. Um, I'm double jabbed and so are you and so is everyone I know so yeah, I'm yeah. obviously on the uh, side of overcautious perhaps <laughs> some would say I think I think we've uh, we've run this conversation Joe I hope that what hope did you that yeah but you never it. said what's well, your my number important? one well I, I like your catch-all answer to be honest but I think what I'm missing the most is the the, the closeness of characters because mm. I, I'm I, I would say location but I'm not convinced that curry will automatically spring back to that so it's not just a covid issue but having people next to each other up in each other's faces fighting arms around each other the odd kiss and a bit of hanky panky here and there Do you know, I, just, I think you know that's what? what i'm missing the most we always laugh when this happens and we've been what like you guys know we've been watching curry from the very beginning all the way through we're at 2002 now are mm-hmm. we and we laugh when it happens. It doesn't happen that often, but it happens enough that it's funny. When Rita gets out, a good old sing-song, and everyone starts <laughs> drunkenly swaying around in the background. You know I'd kill for that now. Yeah. I would kill for a scene where Rita starts piping up, going, <laughs> I'll do a song! And everyone's like, yay, Rita's the best! See the, the Weatherfield Nightingale regales <laughs> us again with her beautiful voice. Thank you, baked potato. <laughs> I just want that. I want a, I want a party. I want everyone wearing yeah. party hats and and blowing the party pooper things and <laughs> party pooper. What are they called? Party, party yeah. peepers. I don't think it was that. Party. No, no, the, yeah, party kazoos. Party <laughs> Party boofer swellers. Hey. <laughs> um, just what? COVID we... is a massive party pooper, it isn't, isn't it? it? Can we just say that mm. as down as uh, as on, on you know past year or whatever of Corey we've been because of this, Corey has done a very good job. You don't. We don't have any idea on how difficult it has been to not only just to adjust to being having a radically different way of filming ha- having all these restrictions behind the scenes that we don't know about also having suddenly i can't come into work because i've been pinged or yeah, yeah. i'm ill i you know you've got to constantly so much be must have been hidden that we've got no idea about and say well this scene could work with so and so or so and so or we're gonna have to rewrite this whole week yeah because this person's not I coming bet, in i bet it's happened a lot more than most people would imagine i honestly people would expect you know um hats off to Ian McLeod you know everyone's gonna have a different opinion of how well he has done his job I just can't believe he hasn't run away screaming yet (laughs) because I would be gone I'd be 
committed, yeah. probably. Mm, mm. The stress. Yeah, he must be very proud of himself for getting through. He really should to the be, honestly. I know that there's when, a when lot of When went off, uh, Emmerdale, that went off for a little bit, didn't it? And Hollyoaks. Corey's kept on going. And we it didn't run out of episodes. Yeah, we don't pull any punches here. When things don't work, we'll say. Mm. But I am always um, in, in my mind, and I hope it's obvious that we don't need to say it all the time because it becomes tedious, grateful um, to everybody who's worked through the pandemic to keep Coronation Street running. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. Right. Let's go. That was something like a very serious discussion. I, I think for the next uh, question, we've got more more frivolous topic. I'm sure that anyone, people who like anti-vaxxers, anti-maskers, pro-maskers, people that don't like their their um the COVID victims to be likened to deer getting run over on the motorway, they're all going to be mad at something like I said. Don't worry about but it. But it's difficult to talk about something delicate without putting your foot in your mouth Jeff, so let's talk about something that we actually know about mel, mel, it's a question from mel mel has it? asked now is mel a boy or a girl is it mel brooks or is it mel c <laughs> <laughs> mel um is non-binary and they have asked imagine you were giving the job of designing a cory video game what would it be like it's, this question was designed for me i'm so excited mel um first of all thank you for entrusting us with this important task um we will uh, invoice you for our <laughs> for the for the next half an hour or so of our thoughts and feelings about this. Number one, yes, we'll help you. Thank you for asking us. Number two, let's just do a quick survey of what is already out there. <laughs> Not much, and to be honest, I don't think that we are ever going to get. I think most no. of whatever we talk about today is going to be no chance. Like can't. No, not a chance in hell that this is actually going to be I made. Think so Mel I... is barking up the wrong tree here. Yeah. So um, can what, I just what... say, whatever it is, it has to be very similar to my favourite Coronation Street game, which is Coronation Street: The Mystery of the Missing Hot Pot Recipe. Oh, Bennett, so what no. I really want is a big, just like a click, a clicking game, not a point and click adventure, because that would involve some kind of plot or actual adventure. But just look, clicking on things, because that's my favourite thing to do with a mouse. We've got a couple of videos on our YouTube channel. One of us playing Coronation Street, the mystery of the missing hot pot recipe, and one of us playing Coronation Street Words and Design. Spoiler which alert! Which is the closest we've got to a current video sh- game in the past ten years. We never uncovered what the mystery of the we missing hot pot it, recipe was. So like Gemma said, the, that missing hot pot one was a... It was, it was just clicking was around dumb. random objects on the screen until it you find the, everything that they want. It, what, what was it? I can't remember... So it started off like, oh no, I've lost my hot pot recipe. Oh, you're going to have to find a clue for it in the Rovers. And then there's like a picture of... It's the, the Rovers and it's just full of... Tat. Rubbish, crap everywhere. And, you, and what does it like, say? Like, did you have to... What did you have to do? You just have to, it, it, it says so down like, the bottom, here, five, here's 20 objects. Right, five, Finds them. Five, it's like a big where's Wally. Five teddy Wall, bears though. or five Yeah, there, there was a bit of that, wasn't there? And, and you just keep like, oh God. It was awful. Boring it was as hell. So, so bad. It wasn't even so it wasn't even so bad, it was funny. It was like this is I don't think that's a cheap and horrible cash in. I don't think this is actually legal. This is some kind of this is banned by the Geneva Convention, I thought. So whatever we come up with has got to be better than that. Then just this past um, eight months or so, we've had Coronation Street Words and Design, and this has been the game that was made for the 60th anniversary. It's a mobile game, which is um, mostly word puzzles, where you've got your little um, your jumble of letters and you have to make 
some words and it goes into a crossword grid and when you do that then you can get some furniture to put in people's houses on Coronation Street and I'm still playing this or I'm doing my best to but they're trying really hard to stop me because the updates are absolutely terrible. I don't Uh, think that they ever thought that they would need to be updating it as much as they have. I think that they thought that that there would be normal people playing this game and just do it for a month and stop. I, I've, been, didn't, I've been trying to restrain no myself. Uh, there's some people that have been doing puzzle and puzzle and puzzle and they've got hundreds of stars there, which is what you earn from doing your puzzle. As soon as the updates come out, they just spend their stars and five minutes, they're back to waiting again. So I've not been stockpiling stars. So whenever the updates come, I get a good, you know hours enjoyment out of it although it is rather repetitive so enjoyments of it are very, um, not the best word well, to describe it. Well the most important it. thing about and the most the best thing about it is the script is funny. The script is great um, the, what I'm finding now is I, I, I wish that they had I wish that there was just more areas that you could design because when it came, when it started you were kind of alternating between doing a bit of number one and the bit of the rovers and um and once those two buildings were, were full up and decorated, then they opened up number nine. And that's all there's been so far. It's been Jack and Vera's house. And and, and you have to it, choose between three horrible designs of... Oh, yeah. Well, I, don't, I don't really care about that. Amazing. But it's... Yeah, it's... There's there's no variety now. And, and it's literally... It can be months between updates. So it's a bit a bit rubbish. It had potential. And... and I think, to be honest, if if there was going to be any chance of an, another Coronation Street game coming on the horizon, then a mobile game is what it's going to be. Um, just a couple of other games that there have been in the past, there was this um, Facebook game called Coronation that was put up for the 50th anniversary, which was um, similar in that it was a builder game, but you, I, I can't remember how it worked. It was a little bit like you know, The Simpsons Tapped Out that I play at the moment, where you can... Um, set characters on tasks and then a little timer would start to fill up and then you know eight hours later then you click on Ina Sharples and it says that she's done her job and you've got coins and then you can spend that on another house or a car or or another character or whatever and I still think that if I was going to pitch um, a, a realistic possible sounding Coronation Street game I would say an updated version of that would be the way to go the the problem with that was you you once you'd got your street laid out, then there weren't any other buildings that you could buy, and when the characters were doing these tasks, you didn't actually see them doing the tasks. They were just stood still with a, a timer bar going over oh, the top God. of them. So I'd like to see something that is more akin to the Simpsons game that I'm playing, where you can build more of a town and have these other things in wider Weatherfield, like, you know, put in your Weatherfield football stadium or put in your fresh clothes or whatever, build it however you want, have the characters actually walking around. And and there could be, um, you could get, there could be a lot of mileage out of that. And it would also stop the problem that Words and Design has got at the moment, where it is just Rovers, Kens and, and number nine, you'd be able to do, you know, you'd be able to have tens of characters. Tens, dozens. And, and most importantly, because I think this is where words and design is going wrong at the moment, it would encourage certain players to start spending and getting those microtransactions. So at the moment on words and design, you can pay for like an ad free version, which I have as a couple of pounds. There's still adverts on it, so I don't really get what it's done. Um, <laughs> and can you, you maybe pay for coins or something or pay for stars? I can't remember, but... You don't need to 
there's so so little incentive to spend money on this game and these you know free games that the the app store is flooded with they they live or die by how much um how how well they much only income need they a couple of whales is what they need yeah but there's there, there's no reason at all to spend money on this game at the moment especially once you pay for the ad free version should you wish to do that so having some kind of game where you can spend you know 50p to get a virtual mini cold well or whatever or or speed up a task of Gale bottom in the bistro then that that's well, that that would work so well. That's going to generate income. But it's not really fun to play a game with microtransactions. But that would only be. Well, I don't play very many console games. Well, any console games with that kind of stuff. But I know they do it. But it's more mobile games that have microtransactions. Yeah, I, I I don't think that the the timer model of game like I'm describing, where you set a character doing something and a timer runs, or or you know you've got a certain amount of lives and then you've got a timer until you can do it again. I don't think that as many games have that nowadays. What about the- it, so but but that that I honestly I think that if there were going to be anything my ideal Coronation Street mobile game would be design your own weather field, fill it with characters from the past. There are hundreds that you could get. Um set them all off on different tasks, design it how you want. I would love that, and I think all the, there's been so many people that have dropped off of words and design. I know since December when it launched, they could still be enjoying it. Um, if it if it, if it was some, if it was something game. like that, <laughs> yeah, basically. How about bejeweled or bedazzled, or whatever it is? Yeah, you know that one where you connect the well, colors. Yes, it, uh, match three games of mobile standard. Match aren't they? three games, but instead of gems it's faces of characters yeah why not i thought bloody love that that'd be fantastic line up your three veras they disappear yeah, my lynchers have all gone into the ether <laughs> it wouldn't necessarily feel like it was a coronation street game the, the one thing like you said that words and design has got going for it is the script um is actually pretty good so once you've made your you, you've completed your crossword puzzly bit and and then it's like jack saying oh it's time that we put up the bar in the lounge art of era um, there is a great script, uh, but and and if it was something like a match three game or whatever, there'd be no reason for that, and it'd literally just be cory faces stuck over the top of yeah uh, of these be, things, and it'd be forget. <laughs> it'd be funny for a bit, and then it would. Yeah, but can you just imagine this being like a worldwide game, and then there would be children in like Ecuador going, I don't know who you know, <laughs> what, what is going on horses, but I love this game so much. <laughs> I love Connect Cory. <laughs> so, it might, it might like generate a whole. Tell you what, it could do after you've after you've completed a level, it like forces you to watch a scene from nineteen sixty one. Oh, I'd love that. What about um, you know, another massive grocer in the mobile market in the past five years or so, Pokemon Go. How could we do that, but with Coronation Street? They tried it with Harry Potter, didn't they? You know, walking. Oh, it's, they had that Wizarding World one that you were wandering around, and then you would encounter. Ronald Weasley or <laughs> a blast-ended Scrooge or something. You're walking along and it's like, Ina Sharples comes out from the shadows. E, what are you doing this time of night wandering <laughs> around by yourself? You should be careful. And then she starts, like, I don't know, throwing milk bottles at you. You've got to, I don't know, uh, uh, run around with your car. <laughs> uh, the trouble about all these things is um, they don't, like, they don't work within established... Uh, 
universe no. that is Coronation Street and, and making your own story is a bit difficult. But that's that would be what I would do. I would Again, have with my city building game that I really want to happen. Don't don't care. Have it in an alternate universe, which is why you can have these hundreds of characters from all throughout Coronation Street's timeline all converging in this one weather field. Who cares? Let's say Sam's made an experiment in his bedroom that's blown up everything and it's distorted the space-time continuum. And so not only can you put you know the the Coronation Street houses how they look now, but you can also put. I don't know, the Ellingston's raincoat factory and you can dump that somewhere or the graffiti club or, you know... I get what you're saying. It, that would work. It would work so, so well. I just don't know what the market would be I don't for it. Think, I think but it if, would cost so much money to make it. It probably would, but if, if anything is going to satisfy Cory mobile gamers, then surely it would be something like that. And I think it, they'd be wise to set it mostly in modern day but but then have a, a bit of a dripping in of the older stuff because again going back to the words and design at the moment the only characters that you can interact with or be or whatever at the moment are Ken who is obviously still in it and then Bet Lynch Jack and Vera so only a quarter there's four characters and only one of them is you know a, a potentially a modern Coronation Street fan might even know who they are where so I think setting it in modern times primarily would be the way to go to keep hold of their audience. What games did they used to have on the old Cory website? There's an official Coronation Street website. There, there is... was. I don't really remember much about it. I mean, when we did our little um, tour of the Wayback Machine or whatever it was, was that earlier this year or last year? I can't remember. Um, we managed to get onto a, a few versions of the old Cory website, and there was like a hunt. There was like a Chesney and Roy and not a Chesney, sorry, a Wayne and Roy and Haley on the Run game, the little flash game. Um, but I don't think we could play it. You can't. Flash is dead now, isn't it? If you, <laughs> yeah, you you can't do anything on Flash anymore. Um, if you, there was there was like another Facebook post on Coronation Street's Facebook from about ten years ago saying, "Oh, we'll play a variety of games." One of them is Shave Kevin's Tash. I I can't remember what, but that's all inaccessible now. But how about one of these? You know, these compendiums where it's like they get you at Christmas, where it's like a hundred games in one. And it's like that, but it's just Coronation Street themed. So it's like dark game. And it's Dominoes just with Ina. Yeah, play Dominoes with Ina. And Al, and Al but uh, Tatlock, yeah. Snooker with the Black Bull Butcher. Oh, I have a bit of a drinking dra- game with <laughs> street racing with Luke. Yeah. <laughs> Bop, Bop a granny on the head with Richard Hillman. Do you think like a, a, a party game? Would that work? Party. I mean, Coronation just... Street is programmed for families having some kind of board game with little mini games. Again, that that like Mario be, Party. Yeah, 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 maybe because that could that could include games from all around Coronation Any. Street history. There's there's so much Coronation Street's got over ten thousand episodes worth of stuff to draw inspiration from. So maybe something which is more variety based could be good. Well, we just played a, that board game, didn't we? That Coronation Street board game. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't really remember what. The that point was of it was, but round the street, pick up things, answer but, trivia you know, questions. Say you had, say you had like a mobile game, which was like a board game. Hmm. Then you'd have like four characters, but you'd have to say you wanted to be, um, I don't know, Carla. Yeah. You got to pay fifty p, and then you unlock Carla. Yeah, yeah. Like I say, if they're, if they're going to make a mobile game, they've got to have 
the opportunity to pay a little bit of money to buy certain characters and some people get ripped off on it and it's bad and I wish mobile transactions weren't there maybe stick a version on that's how that that's how these games stay afloat unfortunately because you get you've there's been instances in the past of companies trying to sell games on the app store and say ten pounds down up front and you've got the full game no people don't want it no. What about a fashion design game with, like, you know, all the fancy um, characters and then you unlock packs like the 2000s pack with your hipster jeans and your, and your little daisy chokers? Oh, I want to dress somebody up in that coat that Kirk and Fizz used to wear, you know, the black jacket with a white and red striped yeah. diagonal stripe down it. Maybe, maybe. A sort of fashion dress up game you, would be you good. Get, like, you get Michelle Free. Yeah, who's going to pay money for Michelle? Aren't they? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, okay. What? What? What if Gemma then? Yeah. They they were to hit the big time and try and um, make a console game. Elon Musk says, "I'm fed up with buggering around in space. I'm not getting anything out of this. What I want to do is to bring the institution, the British soap institution of Coronation Street, the world's longest running soap, to PS Five. Yeah, cutting edge and graphics. Xbox, whatever. Xbox, whatever they're on now. Xbox, no, I think it's called the Xbox, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I've got, I mean, I don't want to spend all of my money, but I do have a billion pounds that okay, you can have. Okay. So come up with some ideas and tell me, and I'll make one of them. And we'll be like, Elon, number one, good idea. Number two. We'll come back to you tomorrow. <laughs> I'll tell you what they couldn't do, Gemma, and these are the sort of games that often do cost the most amount of money to make, as far as I know. Open world. Because There's there, is, there lot, isn't is there? an open That's world. That's the good thing. You can sell it to him. You can go, look, Mr. Musk, great idea, because we won't have to spend all of our money on recreating Weatherfield, because it's actually quite small. <laughs> yeah. I, as much as I would love to be able to explore a wider Weatherfield and... Uh, I think once you were let to leave the confines of the street, it wouldn't be quite so fun anymore. So I'll say no to that one. It's but... like, for some reason, um, when you go beyond Victoria Street, there's like fog comes and you, you, you end up unconscious on the beach. <laughs> okay, tell you what I want. I want the real Coronation Street Fighter. Yeah. Just like in that I picture. Agree. We all, we, all, we all know the picture, the piece of art that was, I don't know where it came from, but it's got, is it Deirdre and Ken fighting or is it Gail? I can't remember. One of them saying, how do Ken? And they're doing the Hadouken. Yeah. I, I think that, honestly, okay, no, this is where, w- with my mobile games, that could be possible. Maybe. We're definitely into the realms of, then this isn't going to happen now, yeah. but I would absolutely love to have a fighting game where you could pick from, you know, one of, 30 Coronation Street characters and get them to beat the living daylights out of each other. But the thing is, though, would you want it to actually be properly realistic where it looks like computer, modern computer graphics where it could really be the person? Or would you like it to be like Street Fighter, cute, like too big? I'll have to have like a pixely 16 bit style, maybe. I want like beep, 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 beep. I'd like, be, ha- I'd be happy that with music. that. Or, you know, it's, it could still beep, be, beep, it could beep, still beep, be beep. cartoony style. It could be beep, nice, beep, um, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> it could still be nice 2D, you know, hand-drawn artwork making this. But I, I don't know who, who would be, who would be in your about, roster? How about, um, in the style of, what was that? Oh, Akami. Like a drawn. Maybe, maybe. Artistic, um, who, who would be, well, Ken, Deirdre, have... um, Ina, Elsie. 
See, we're going, we're going, we're drawing from the classics too yeah, much, aren't we? No, I think you no, I gave you four. I'm trying to think of who could have an interesting move set as well. So Can if I just you... point Go something on. out quickly? One thing we've noticed as we've started looking at more ephemera of Coronation Street over the years is that um, what they always fall into the trap, and this is a very understandable trap, and this is what you'd have to do. It's always classic characters from like the previous however many decades they've gotten up to, plus a bunch of people that nobody cares about anymore. Um, because they're the current cast. Mm. So in in five years' time, is anyone going to be going? Oh yeah, God, I'm really happy. I can play Kelly. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, although putting Kelly in a beat em up, she she wouldn't do anything, would she? She'd just stand back and say, "No, no, what you're doing? No. <laughs> don't do well, it, Corey." You, you could get. That's just how you publicise it. You can be like. Corey fans aghast at sick game that recreates hate crime. <laughs> yeah, maybe and releasing our current entry fighting game now wouldn't going, really work so well. Yeah, we didn't think about that. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to... And have... then at the end of every fight, it's go, it says, if you've been affected by any of the outcomes of this fight, <laughs> please go to idb.com slash advice. I'm going to have Hilda and she's going to be my mop wielder. Oh, yeah, she gets a bucket and she can flick water at you. I, I think there's a lot of mileage out of Hilda as a fighting character. She can throw her um, curlers <laughs> at you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, who else Who who else could have a good moveset? Obviously, having some one of the villains, like, you know, have, have Richard Hillman with his spade or Pat Phelan. Pat he, Phelan, he's got, like, a gun. special move where he mashes, you mash all the buttons and then a big red van falls out of the sky and lands yeah, on Yeah, that'd be a special you. move, wouldn't it? Definitely. Would it be like... Um, Mortal Kombat, where it's like really grisly and graphic. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and then all these, you get like you're showing like Barbara Knox going, look, watch this. <laughs> look, I, he kind eviscerates Rita. It's great. I think having a mixture of um, characters who are actually prone to violence and and other ones like your Hildas would, would be important. So you could have your your Peter who likes a bit of a punch up and, and feeling, but to to have him up against Minnie Coldwell who just throws cats at you or something. Yeah. You can have, like, Steve, um, and, like, if you choose any of his ex-wives, see, like, he automatically starts off with half HP. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, and they I throw would, babies at him. I, I would like, love no. that. I don't know what they'd have as the different stage backgrounds because there's only well, so much Rovers, you can have in Coronation Bistro. Street, isn't there? That the outside of the street, Sebs Memorial Garden, top of Blackpool Tower, maybe. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, I, I, that's probably one of my favourite ideas. I also think that this has appeal beyond just Coronation Street fans because if you make it a really good one, oh, yeah, a good gimmick, you, you might one. get people in. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I mean, you, you quite like survival horror games. Don't I would you? love an apocalyptic Coronation Street game where you just kind of like. Um, you've got to fight your way through and all like all the zombies are actually ex Coronation Street. If if you yeah, if you characters. had a Resident Evil game or something where all of the yeah. all of the zombies were like characters who've died. Well no, I'm, I just think characters who anyway. died even. Yeah. Yeah. The um the weather I mean the story is the Weatherfield um Cemetery. Cemetery has been cursed or something and or well, the, or you know, the graveyards outside St Mary's and they're all bursting out of their graves. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. I, I I think that'd be great. Yeah, and it yeah definitely I I would <laughs> I would play that game definitely I don't know what the plot would be. Um, you don't you, need it. No, you do need a plot. This is all these horror <laughs> survival horror films horror uh, games apart from Resident Evil have pretty good stories. Like Silent Hill is really twisted. Mm. You got Last of Us, and you've got uh, Days Gone, and I can't think of any other ones, but um, they ha- they rely on the plot really. 
Um, so, I don't know, I'm trying to think. Um, maybe, maybe you're just, you know, you're Billy and you've got to go through to the, your archdeaconry to get your holy water to sprinkle on them and turn it all back. I don't want to play Billy as the main character. <laughs> what, sure? about, what about it's like an RPG crossed with a survival horror game and you have recruit you recruit you find like characters that are alive and you recruit them so like if you find sam you can like make gadgets and uh yeah. kill more zombies at once who would you have as your shopkeeper because you need a good shopkeeper that, that oh like arms, resident yeah. evil village that guy in that I don't, yeah. um the count uh, but you just have dev <laughs> hey <laughs> are you going to cut you want ak-47 man <laughs> You're gonna need some bullets. Or, or yeah, or do we go like proper old school now, Flory Lindley or something? No, you, trying to you sell your firelighters. <laughs> oh, it's after six on a Sunday. Lock her up. Um, I, I would totally. Buy I would that. love Deb to be in it because I think he'd be great. Because yeah, we like a bit of a colourful shopkeeper, don't we? And he definitely gives it a bit of verb. And then every so often, Evelyn would pop out. She's like, "Deb's gone. Don't know where he's gone. I hope he's not dead." I want Brendan Scott. Welcome to our traditional zombie uh, <laughs> survival shop. Crossbow. <laughs> yeah. We carve all the arrows ourselves. We've yeah. only got two, though. Um, Come on, Deirdre, get on with it. What else? What other genres you got? Um, I, I think something that could, honestly could possibly work is like a graphic novel. So I'm, I'm playing the, the, the latest Ace Attorney game at the moment, and that's very, very, very story-heavy. So if they want to make... You know, Coronation Street is a story. Having a new a new Corrie story, but you just proceed through it by pressing your A button. All I the honestly way think it. that would be the way to do it. Like a point and click adventure, oh, um, yeah. like graphic novel kind of like mystery. That would work. Story, but, uh, well, it would be style. like it'd be like an like an anime um, movie special where there's a bunch of characters introduced just for this that you don't care a bit about and then all mm. the other all the other main cast are like supporting characters because nothing that happens in the game can affect the yeah. story of the show mm. Mm. but you'd you- be like Ken's decided to open a um, a private detective agency <laughs> yeah. yeah it could be proper noir couldn't uh, it and then um, in comes Eva oh, I hope you can help me Ken <laughs> um, something else has kind of been quite popular over the recent years like weird simulation games like you know farming simulator and tra- goat. goat simulator and all that so maybe you could have like Rover's Barber Made Simulator or... yes you could have one of those games where it's like Three people come in and one of them wants a hot pot and one of them wants a pint of Newton and Ridley's and uh, one of them wants a pork scratch and you have to quickly put them oh, all yeah, together. Oh, yeah, like an overcooked like, sort of thing. Yeah, and then quickly run around like, um, oh, no, the the uh, the toilets are flooding. You've got to quickly clean it up in the middle of the yeah, of the service. that could work, that could work. Um, that would actually be a really easy mobile game to do. I think that it would That would just be. be like... And it would also get all the, um, like, the, the British... Uh, Brit fans or whatever they call themselves who are fascinated mm. with believe it or not there are some, some still some people that don't like, just hate everybody what? from Britain and then you, you could be like oh it's we've just done you just unlocked fish and chips <laughs> <laughs> whoa I've heard of this um, I was I, had to, I was just doing a bit of research for this before the episode and I found what the best selling games of all time were because we obviously want Coronation we Street the game we want it to make cash so, yeah. so, so we num- can get rid of Costa would you, uh, would you really the, the, the best selling game of all time is Minecraft which I've never played still don't understand it um, I still don't get what you do. 
you build things and out you of build blocks, things out of blocks, but and you kill the why? zombies sometimes. And you dig a it's, hole and you can about fall being, in. It's about being creative and building things and expressing yourself creatively. I'm sure it's great I don't fun. think that really sure works for Coronation Street, unfortunately. No, but GTA Five is the second best game of Absolutely all time. Absolutely love you that game. This. And could we make a GTA Weatherfield? Would that work? <laughs> <laughs> Watch out, Craig's chasing me. <laughs> That would be a way to get, get the wider weather field in, uh, having characters Bunch of cheeky over. scamps. Like, you'd have Graham Proctor, David Platt, um, make a gang, and you have to go and, like, um, steal out of the corner shop. Infiltrate Harvey's drug den. Yeah. Maybe. There's lots of, there's lots of gritty drama. Mm. Find the gun that Callum had. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else we got on this list? Mario Brothers... The original Pokemons. Could you have, could you make a Pokemon version where instead of catching monsters, you catch coronations? Catch old characters? ladies. I don't know. <laughs> Mario Kart Eight is on the top ten list of best selling games. Ever. No, you, the like thing that. is, Coronation Street shot themselves in the foot here because they don't have any signature vehicles apart from Not with Woody, the Woody and the Rover. What Rover? Rover. Oh, Annie's Rover. Yeah, yeah. And um, maybe, but I don't think this is very iconic. George's fancy steampunk hearse. Yeah, yeah. Um, Archie's. Archie, sorry. What yeah. about, oh, um, oh, what's his face? His horse, horse and cart. I was going to say that. What's oh, his right. name? I don't know. Charlie Ned. Moffat, was it? I can't remember. Yeah, no, I don't think that would do it. Knowing, knowing um, anti-PC old Corey is probably called Gypsy Steve. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, but, but if we... Um, I was also looking at top-selling games in the UK. I couldn't find a... a top selling games in the UK so far this year but last year number one selling game was FIFA 21 and also FIFA 20 was in there as well so oh, could we have Weatherfield, Weatherfield, County. Weatherfield County football game I'd be gutted if they spent all this money oh on a proper God, Coronation Street game and it's like you? a buddy football game it's like oh I really want to play this but I'm really I, I'm not let's interested let's not forget that it has an in-universe precedent because they have that football game in the show oh yeah they all did, that trouble. yeah yeah mm-hmm. that, um, that betting game whatever it was um, Animal Crossing did well last year. Like, could that work? Because that's about community and stuff. You make an animal, stick so you, a load of Coronation like, Street characters on a deserted island and you have to build a little community to, together. Yeah, but think about the, the basic dynamics of that game. Is you turn up on an, an empty island mm. and you have to have, you have to build certain things and you have to collect stuff. So you could do that. Like, if you collect enough drunks, you get a Rovers unlocked. <laughs> and then... Peter Barlow washes up on the shore and he tells you he's lost his phone in the sea. You've got to go and get it. <laughs> Peter would definitely be the colour of a character. Um, well, the thing about Animal Crossing is... Crazy never... Red would be dev, like, Ooh, one of these is fake. <laughs> I don't tell you which one. The, the, the thing with Animal Crossing is there's like hundreds of animal characters that you can have, but in your town, on your island, you only have like 10, don't you, yeah. until they swap out. So that'd be different players around the world would have different... Oh, oh I really e- want... I've got an Ena in my really town. I want a mini yeah. Coldwell. And <laughs> then if you had a mini Coldwell, her house would have, like, cats just circling. Yeah. It's like, oh, I've got a Steve Fisher as one of mine. Oh, God, <laughs> send him back. I hate that one. Yeah. Um, so maybe something like that could work. I don't know. I'd love that. That's That would be fun. I still think, I still think my favourite idea would be the Coronation Street Fighter because it just writes itself, doesn't it? I think we've come up with a few other decent ideas. None of it's going to happen, unfortunately. <laughs> they missed their chance last year. And although I do have a little bit of love for words and design, now I'm coming to like, you know, it's it's been going eight, nine months. It feels like it's not really fulfilled its potential. And 
players must be dropping like flies. It's not making money. It can't be making any money now. So it wouldn't surprise me if it just stopped, which is really, really sad. Because, you know, when you go onto Words and Design, you can scroll around the outside map, can't you? And there's there's the whole of the street and Rosamond Street and everything. You can scroll around. And, like, if if this game really took off, then you'd be you'd have access to all of these different places. But as it is at the moment, it's just Rovers number one and number nine. And I don't think we're going to get any well, further than that. Well, don't forget that, that they get sad. money for you watching adverts. And you do that quite a I lot. Suppose, I suppose so, I suppose so. But I would imagine, the... don't you think that there's some kind of length of contract that they have with this games I imagine, I bet it's a year. I bet it's a year, I bet December it gets dropped. Or... Yeah, you're right. The, 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 you do watch the adverts and they get money from that. But as, as the player base drops off which it is that's that there's not going to be enough to to keep it going very sadly i was so happy when i heard they were making a game what about a game like cyberpunk that was really popular mm. and we could have keanu pre-launch reeves in it <laughs> keanu reeves visits weatherfield i'd love keanu reeves to come to weatherfield <laughs> the, the other way that i mean you get money in mobile games or even things like fortnite now is by doing crossovers with other franchises yeah. isn't it like have the marvel characters visit coronation street or uh can you just imagine um batman swoops in marvel crossover and everyone's excited to um to meet chris evans because they love his DJ work and it turns out to be <laughs> the chris evans. i don't think that would ever happen <laughs> Oh, I think we're done. I think I hope I hope that answers uh, Mal's question. What about um, still, something still to do with get we could get some celebrities in from other like you say crossovers and what's the biggest British franchise that could post that has also stolen a name from us? What Top Gear? Yes. Oh yeah, Top, Top Gear crossover with Coronation Not Street. Jeremy the Clarkson game. in my Coronation Street game. Thank you very much. I don't know how that would happen, but if you like, you say you make money out of it and just have <laughs> Jeremy Clarkson pop up every no. now and then talk about farms. Okay. No? Okay. Right, we're all done. We then. are done. Hope you enjoyed that discussion. It wasn't too nerdy for you. I think there's going to be a, a small number of our listeners that really loved that and got everything that we were talking about. <laughs> and the vast majority of the listenership is like, I think I'll just skip this one and wait until the street talk episode. Weird, weird but anyway, if you don't ask, if if you ask the question, then maybe we'll answer it. If you don't answer the question, then don't. If you've got a question that you want us to ask and you haven't asked it yet, you want to ask us. Send it to us, email it to us, or tweet it to us, or Facebook it to us. There's so many ways you can get these questions, just like Clarissa and Mel did. So thank you everybody for listening. Um, we're done. We're going to be back um, at the weekend with our thoughts on um, this quite epic week of Coronation Street that we we're experiencing this week, and. Um, no, maybe there'll be some news. Maybe there'll be some feedback. Probably a quiz or something. But that's it, isn't it? Final words, Gemma. It. That's definitely it. That's definitely it, everybody. Goodbye. The music for this episode came from podcastteams.com. Podcast